Jason Payne, Radio Sport Mornings, Radio Sport. Well, round two of the NRL season is in the books against all expectation. They got all the games done, all eight of them played out over the weekend um, at various different venues in front of uh, uh, crowds of anywhere between uh, three and seven people. Adrian Prashenko had his eye on it, our, uh, our Monday morning league correspondent, Chief Rugby League reporter, Sydney Morning Herald and Sun Herald. How you doing today, Adrian? Hello, Piney. I'm doing well. I was one of about four people at the Shark Storm game, which was uh, my first experience of a lockout. It was um, eerie and a little surreal, I've got to say. Absolutely. So what are, just, just give us an idea of what the restrictions on media are. I mean, for example, are you able to attend? You were obviously at the Shark Storm game. As a member of the accredited media, can you go along to games? Yes, you can go along to games. You have to keep your your distance, so to speak. Um, so even little things like in the post-match press conference, normally you'd put your tape recorder on the table. Now you've actually got to hold it in your hand more than a metre and a half away. Um, it, it's, it's, very, it's very bizarre. So I actually sat, rather than in the media box, in the stands um, for, the, for the Sharks game. And it's incredible just what you can hear. I mean, as, as an example, uh, the first penalty goal of the game, Cameron Smith was about to walk in and you could hear one of the Cronulla guys sledging him saying, Shoelace is Smithy, <laughs> as he was about to strike it. So it, in a bizarre sort of way, you get an insight into, um, you know, what the players are saying. Um, you can almost hear what the coaches are saying, depending on where they're sitting as well. So it's um, very strange times indeed. But um, look, look, this is the new normal, isn't it? It is indeed. With the AFL pulling the pin last night, um, does does pressure increase on the NRL to follow suit? And the second part of that question is, do you think they will? Well, if Peter Volandis has his way, uh, they most certainly will. And I think it's been spelt out just how dire uh, economically it is for the National Rugby League if it doesn't go ahead. So for every game that doesn't go ahead, it's $13 million lost per weekend in broadcast money alone. So forget about merchandising and uh, fan, you know, fan engagement and all that sort of stuff. $13 million, which is why within three months the game will go broke if games don't continue, albeit in all empty stadiums. So he is pressing on. We know that the AFL is shut down and that Gil McLaughlin, their boss, said it was the worst threat to the game in 100 years. So... Um, we continue on for now. Uh, for how long that continues, we're not sure. We, we had our Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, tell us that basically we're in lockdown mode and our New South Wales uh, Premier will be making an announcement as to what it means for us in, um, in Sydney uh, today. So we wait and see, but they're forging on regardless at the moment. OK. Uh, have there been any numbers released on, on viewing figures Adrian, I mean, no one can go to the games. Um, it's a very surreal, as you say, experience watching it. I'm sure sitting in the in the empty stands would be. But even on TV, I've I've said this morning on the show, I'm finding it a real battle to watch the games without any fans there. Any viewing numbers that you've seen? Yeah, they're actually down, surprisingly. Um, I would have thought that with the you know more than a hundred odd thousand every week not going to the games, you could add those to the television audience, and then plus some, given that. Um, there's nothing else on to watch in terms of live sport around the world, but they are slightly down. And to be honest, I think, you know, a little bit of that's because of the quality of the game. So, for instance, you know, the Thursday uh, opening round game uh, was, I think, um, you know, Cowboys, Bulldogs, uh, you know, that, that didn't rate particularly well. There are other, game, uh, other games that haven't rated quite as well as that they perhaps would have. 
Um, but they are down a little bit. I, I would imagine that that will probably increase as uh, your viewing options uh, dwindle in, in the sporting sphere, but they are a tad down, which is surprising. Mm, interesting. All right. Hey, well, let's look at a couple of games. Let's start with the one you were at, the Storm against the uh, the Sharks, of course. Uh, the Storm um, getting their 12-10. It was a late Cameron Smith uh, penalty, actually, that got them uh, got them the win. So, obviously, the shoelaces were, well, the bootlaces were done up nice and tight. What did you make of the contest? Yeah, typical Storm uh, Sharks game, really, wasn't it? So, um, it was a difficult one for the Storm in that they had to travel up on the on the day, which is going to be increasingly the case. But um, the charter jet that they used was also used by the Gold Coast uh, earlier on in the day, and it was late. So they basically got to the ground just a, just before kickoff, um, and then they, of course, had to leave uh, home straight away. So, um, yeah, very gritty uh, match. It's now zero and two for the Sharks, and it's the second week in a go in a row that they scored the same amount of tries as their opposition that lost on penalty goals. So, um, you know, difficult times for them. They've lost Josh Morris; it was his last game for Cronulla. Um, they might get Josh Dugan back next week potentially, and maybe Bronson Jerry for for uh, the next game or the one after. But all of a sudden, they're um, you know they've, they've put in two reasonable performances against two good sides, but already starting to chase their tail. Mm. Um, Sam's been crowing to me ever since this happened on Saturday. I'm not sure how much of this game you, you caught. Uh, the Sea Eagles beating the Roosters 9-8 at Leichhardt. Um, Sam picked this on Friday, so like I say, he's been dining out on mm. that ever since. Um, but what, Daly Cherry Evans with the uh, the late field goal to get the Sea Eagles home. Are the Roosters 0-2 as well now, are they? They are indeed. I'm, I'm yeah. going to crow as well. I, I, I predicted this would be the grand final uh, preview and that this would be the um, result as well. So, um, Good work. The only one that's... Uh, yes, yes. But uh, no, DC field goal was the difference. Um, you know, a, again, I, I thought that the Roosters might start a little bit slow just because of the, the travel that they had to endure with the World Club Challenge. Um, but Manly, I mean, what a performance. Um, particularly from... Tommy uh, Trebojevic, I mean, we're all used to seeing him score a whole stack of tries, but there there are at least two that he stopped that were, um, you know, vital to the outcome. So uh, a wonderful defensive fullback as well as an attacking one. And, um, you know, I, I think that, that they'll be they'll be tough to beat this year. I, I think the Roosters will come good. I, I, I suspect it'll be a fairly slow start for them, but they'll they want to kick into gear shortly because they've got uh, South next week in the, um, in the old derby. So... Um, yeah, a little bit of work for Trent Robinson to do. The Broncos had a win over the uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, didn't they? Katoni Staggs with a uh, with a hat trick. Um, I didn't see the game, but what I've read is that uh, is that the closeness of the scoreline actually doesn't reflect how dominant Brisbane were. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, they they, they played well, um, and, and again, I think it was one of uh, Anthony Milford's better games for a long time. And um, they've just got such a talented forward pack. I mean. Um, Pass for feeder and Fligger, I think they're all still 20 years old, which is um, quite incredible. And, um, you know, they, they certainly displayed the fearlessness of youth um, running into their South counterparts. And unfortunately, Luttrell's been a non-factor at fullback. Um, I think he ran about, you know, six times for 60 metres. And when you compare those sorts of figures with the, the, the best fullbacks, like your, your uh, Trebojevic's and your, your Tedesco's, it, it's not up to scratch. So... Uh, there's going to be some pressure on Wayne Bennett to shift him back into the centres, and I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. We've already seen uh, Alex Johnson uh, spend time at the back, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts in the number one jersey. 
at least until Latrell gets some, some fitness because um, it, it's not there and it's showing at the moment. Gee, the Eels gave the Titans a hiding, didn't they? Forty-six six. That's um, mm. that's not great news for the Titans, is it? As they try to sort of uh, you know rise from the the disaster of last season. Is it going to go the same way in twenty twenty for the Titans? Well, it didn't look good yesterday, and I, I know they lost Kevin Proctor in the warm up, and they had some other injuries, but. Kevin Proctor alone wouldn't have made that much of a difference to that scoreline. And I think the bigger issue for them is they completed at 52% with the football and, and they had to make a lot of tackles and missed about 45 of them. And that's just not going to work. Um, you know, we saw Mitch Moses sort of carve them up uh, and he was very good with the boot uh, goal-kicking-wise as well. So um, it was actually a fairly close score. You know, that they were within touching distance at half time, but all of that uh, defensive... Um, burden caught up with them and, and it really got away from them in the end. The other game yesterday was uh, was at Leichhardt with uh, the Knights beating the Tigers 42-24, so plenty of action in this game. 12 tries uh, in the game across the two teams. Um, early indications, pretty good for the Knights, what they're 2-0, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was um, this is a, another game of touch footy, to be honest. It was It was hot, sort of oppressive conditions, but... Geez, it was, you know, both. I don't think that um, Adam O'Brien would be particularly happy with the defence, and that's so, um, so nothing about what, uh, what Michael Maguire thought of it as well. So, you know, Mitchell Pearce was again strong. Um, the issue for the Tigers is probably that the size of their back three. Uh, we saw several times that um, Edric Lee jumping over uh, David Nofaluma, and uh, their fullback and Corey Thompson's only a, a little guy as well. So, um, it will be interesting to see if maybe there's um, some changes there and Adam Dewey, he uh, comes in at fullback at some point. But, um, yeah, not not a great deal of defence on uh, display at Leichhardt over yesterday. And you'll notice that I've, uh, I've been putting off talking about the Warriors, but we have to just touch on them now, if that's OK. Uh, the, <laughs> the Warriors, they, they actually, uh, well, at least one positive I found is that they avoided becoming the first team in 100 years of rugby league to go scoreless in their first two games of a season with that late, uh, it was a penalty try, wasn't it? But, uh, but still, they, they just felt off the pace. And you can probably understand why with the circumstances surrounding all of this, but... Um, yeah, another loss for the Warriors, which didn't really come as a surprise to anybody, I wouldn't have thought. Yes, yes, we are scraping for positives, unfortunately, for the Warriors. But I, I would say this, there is a lot of love for them in Australia. Um, you know, we respect the fact that they are away from their homes and family um, and that they've, they've done so to keep the uh, NRL competition going. And I believe they've sold about 500 Australian memberships and yes, everyone's yes. got to feel good as... Um, started to sign up as a member and um, look it, it's going to be very tough for them um, I spoke to uh, their owner Mark uh, Robinson uh, last week and he said you know we're determined to plough on uh, we'll look at it as almost like a six-week footy tour of uh, France or England or whatever else and, and do our best and um, it's going to be difficult for them to, to field a competitive team as some of those guys get homesick or need to head home for different reasons so um, there's been some talk about some Queensland Cup players being available to bolster their team. And um, I even spoke a couple of nights ago to Ben murdoch Masilla, who's one of their big uh, signings for the 21 season. And he said, well, given the Super League isn't going on at the moment, you know, I'm open to the prospect of coming over and giving them a hand um, if they need one and if my club releases me. So that might be um, a little bit of assistance to the Warriors. But it's going to be um, it's going to be a long, difficult season for them as long as it goes for. 
Indeed it will. Just before you go, Adrian, just just um, from the New South Wales point of view and, and what you're expecting from your state government today, can you just, just give us the broad brush strokes of that? So are we are we down to, to essential services only? Is that where we're heading? Yep. So basically, um, pubs uh, are closed, restaurants are closed, except for takeaway, um, you know, any sort of... Um, uh, congregations or gatherings, so even you know church meetings and, and those sorts of things are all closed down. Um, basically, essential services, all, all the gyms and, and the like, are all going to be shut down as of midday today. Uh, we are going to have an announcement from um, our premier shortly, so she'll um, give us some more detail on what it, what it looks like um, in real terms. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether or not this uh, impacts on the NRL competition and what it means in terms of travel and the like. Um, I know that the NRL has been speaking about potentially basing all 16 teams in a central location, uh, and the one that they're looking at is in a little town in uh, central Queensland called Calliope, which is near Gladstone. Um, and it's just simply a case of that they've got no option but to continue on um, or they, they face financial ruin in a nutshell. So, um, yeah, very strange times indeed. Um, kids are, my kids are at school at the moment, but again, that could change at any minute. So we, we're uh, waiting with bated breath to, to find out what it means for, for all of our lives, basically. Indeed we are, on both sides of the Tasman. Appreciate you taking the time as always, Adrian. Uh, you and your family stay safe, and um, God willing, we'll, um, we'll catch up again next Monday. That'll be great. Thanks, Piney. All the best to you and your listeners.